Is your life boring? Are you tired of the same old thing? Suck it up! Get in the game! The CFL is back and more radical than ever. The action never stops. It's hard-hitting, high-scoring football. Get in the game. Where the attitude. Go, 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 go! Hey, suck it up. CFL football. Get in the game. Hey there, and welcome to A Conversation for None. Uh, this is going to be my premium content for my Patreon. And by premium, I mean I'm going to be talking about stuff most people aren't going to be wanting to listen to on the main podcast. So if you actually like listening to me and some of my thoughts, I'm just going to air out some stuff here. The Conversation for None is already going to include the the car rants, the episodes that I've already put out for that that come on to here. Um, probably going to include segments that are like still tbd for title but i'm 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 workshopping something i'm thinking kind of like 20 minutes of tyler's thoughts where i just ramble on about some sort of a franchise or i ramble on about some sports team sports league or uh, you know just something that doesn't really fit into uh the actual caliber that is a conversation for one um and then obviously uh as as i've done before i will release these eventually to a conversation for one probably in like a month or two months or whatever it is to you know just to just kind of like you guys get a little treat for helping me out, especially in these trying times. Um, so without any further ado, today I thought I would be talking about CFL. And I've already, I just did one episode, depending on when you listen to this, whether you listen to the episode I put out on the actual conversation for one or not, this could technically fall into it. But it, it, to me, it, it feels more like sports than it does feel like uh, Canada. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to be talking about stats or players or what I think is going to be happening with like the team setup and blah, blah, blah. It's just, I'm going to be talking about the league kind of generalities and um, yeah, I mean, just getting the ball rolling here. I am a huge fan of CFL, as big of a fan as you can be really um, watching it for just over half a year now. That's literally as long as I've been a fan. I've been watching now for just a little over six months, going into seven months now. And I, and I, as I do with most things. And if you guys are from a conversation for one, you guys know when I go into something, I go very hard, too hard even. And I just, I obsess and I get, um, I just get deep. I go way into the rabbit hole. I look up history. I look up, um, like culture. I look up like the best of the best. I look up like, um, did I say history? Cause I do like, for example, I watched like, I think I'm on like 20 now. I've watched 20 Grey Cup games on YouTube, and then, like, I've just watched random CFL games, and I've looked up teams that don't exist anymore. I've looked up teams that could potentially exist. I'm going to be talking about all those things today in this quick little episode. So as you guys all know, with the current predicament that is um, COVID-19, coronavirus, China virus, whatever you're calling it, this pandemic is just absolutely decimating, not just the CFL, but sports in general, uh, whether it be um, delaying a league, postponing a league, or ultimately scrapping um, a season. Uh, it's just, it's it's crazy. It's, how, it's crazy how detrimental it, it is. And people are speculating, are we going to have sports without fans? Are we going to have... Um, sports where we play only in like one to like three or five like arenas and are we gonna what are we gonna do 
right? People are turning to watching old sports, myself included, like older games, whether it's the Blue Jays or the Argos or anything really. Like I've even dabbled in some KBO, it's Korean baseball, or um, which I do like. I'm a, a, an SK Wyverns fan, if you were uh, in, uh, being inquisitive there. But um, and then also too, like I've even watched like some arena football. Like you just you're watching like some weird stuff because there's no sports, and so. I don't even remember where I was going with this, but it's just people are up in arms. They don't know what to do. The, the problem is with the CFL is that they don't have the money to not have a season. So getting into that, MLB, NFL, and I think NHL, they make a just a huge, huge, huge amount of money. Um, what am I missing there? Oh, and NBA. I don't know what I'm, I don't know, but like, I know the big ones, they make upwards of like 5 billion, let's just say two to 5 billion, just from, just from, um, ESPN or TSN or whatever it is. I think it's TSN. I can't, uh, I'm not sure which one, but I know they make a boatload of money and that's just for television rights. And this, and they're already sitting on like dynasty teams, like a huge league where they could just take a bath and they would be fine. And they have done it in the past. I remember even like, what was it, 2004, 2005, when NHL like had the lockout for the year? They were fine. They were fine. They, it wasn't like they were hurting after that. They're okay. And the NHL is the, the baby of the group of like the, both of like the national leagues, right? CFL, on the other hand, makes 50 million for their TV rights which I know it's kind of like a misconception that NFL or NFL, that CFL players get like paid 20 to 40,000. It's couldn't be further from the truth. Actually, like from 2019 on, I'm pretty sure starting salary is like 85K. That's Canadian, but still 85K. That's still like $70,000 American, more or less, right? To start, that's a rookie salary in a, I hate to admit it, but in a second tier football league. Um, and it can go all the way up to like 125,000, 180,000. And then some of the quarterbacks, especially some of the good ones, they're making 400 to 500,000 every year, which is crazy, crazy numbers. And that's not even including the travel. That's not including the food. That's not including hotel expenses. It's not including like equipment practice. It's not including anything. And 50 million does not cut it, unfortunately. And we've seen what have happened to like, I wouldn't say CFL is a spring league because it's really not a spring league per se. It starts as end of spring and starts basically or ends pre heart of winter, really. That being said, we've seen what, what we just saw what happened to our darling, darling child XFL that um, has slowly passed away. Um, whether it's still on life support, I don't know. Apparently, bankruptcy has been declared, but I'm not sure if that's like chapter seven, which means they're kibosh, kaput, they're done, or chapter 11, which just means for those that aren't familiar, it's like a very brief um, summary is that you basically get to restructure. So basically, they cut their losses, um, cut some loose ends, and maybe like, like cut a lot of the roster, they cut a lot of the staff, and they just start kind of bare bones. Um, and then get a restart. But that's the thing. We don't really know when this COVID is going to um, end. And it doesn't seem like it's coming to an end anytime soon. People thought already it'd be done by May. It's not going to be done by May. People didn't even think it was going to get to April. People didn't think it was going to come. A lot of people don't even think it's a, th a real thing still, which is hilarious, especially with the thousands and thousands of deaths we're having. Um, that being said, 
the teams in general are kind of divided into three. Now I've seen multiple different um, opinions on this, whether it was through Sportsnet or TSN, or even just through um, like Twitter and blog posts about this, but the league as it stands right now, and if you watch the CFL, you know, it's three teams, um, basically for each of these bubbles, because there's nine teams total, which makes things kind of a clusterfuck. If they had 10 teams, it would be a little bit easier for scheduling, but that's not what we're talking about right now. So it basically boils down like this. You have three teams that are corporate, like corporate owned, and they are going to be fine, more or less. They hemorrhage money, it seems, every year, and that's BC Lions, that's uh, Ontario, that's Toronto Argonauts, and I'm pretty sure it's Montreal Alouettes. And from what I've seen, the most they lost a lot of money in the last year to three years, but most of the money they're losing is through um, traveling, is through practice, and it's through um, actually just hotel. Mm. It's through hotel stays, which if you get rid of the season, that's already like somewhere between five to 10 million each team is saving. And so their losses are going to be that much smaller. Now, when you turn to teams that are um, community owned, and I'm pretty sure those teams are, um, what are those teams? Edmonton, Eskimos, um, Winnipeg, and Saskatchewan, I'm pretty sure. Those teams are community owned, and they actually have a pretty thriving community um, for the teams. Like the stadiums are full, people are actually fans of the teams which is nice, especially for such heritage. Um, but they rely like heavily. It's like a very steady balance. They rely on having those fans in the seats, like like asses in seats. And if, if it's closed, like if the stadiums are closed, if, if there isn't any, anywhere for these fans to go to watch the game other than TV, or if the, the season's just not on, a lot of these teams are just going to go belly up. And then you have like the remainder of the teams, Hamilton, um, Hamilton, Ottawa, and what's the other one I'm thinking of? And Calgary. They're kind of in between. They're kind of in between where realistically you could go any which way where they're not corporate owned per se, but at the exact same time, they do rely on it. Will they go belly up hundred percent? No. Like the chances are a little bit lower for them, but they're still kind of in the same predicament. Now, what could the, the league do realistically, right? Um, CFL, evidently, according to a 2013 study, it is still the second highest watched sport in Canada, which I find very hard to believe, but I can't be the perceived stereotype of an Ontarioan and think that Canada is just strictly Ontario and Quebec because it, it couldn't be further from the truth. We don't know. I would assume the Maritimes, they watch a lot of CFL, but I don't know. But obviously the Prairies, Manitoba, all the way to Alberta, they are CFL diehards. They love it there. And I and honestly, I'm jealous because as somebody who's getting into the league, I wish more people love this league because there's a lot to love about it. But um, I don't know about BC. BC always, like, they just seem kind of flaky that way. Like, and I know as an Argos fan, we seem like we're very flaky, but I feel even like Argos fans are more into it than BC is lately. But so what could they do? So there's been the suggestion that you play the league um, without putting anybody in the arena. And that sounds great. It really does. Cause it, like, you're still going to get the, the TV um, TV rights. And let's say CFL is the only league that's, pl that's playing. It's a completely hypothetical, but if CFL is going on the field, 
I'm telling you right now that NFL is going to be going on the field. Um, but the difference is if CFL goes on the field and NFL goes on the field, NFL can go on the field and they're still going to be fine. The season can play out. And let's say they get some sort of okay where they're told, yeah, you can you can do that no problem. It's fine. Uh, you're not like let's say they have all the players in a hotel and those players can't leave and they get checked weekly or daily or whatever it is. This, the NFL will be fine. The CFL, on the other hand, I don't think they have the resources or the money to a do that in the first place. I don't think they could house up all those people in a hotel day after day without their family, without this, without that providing them with their groceries, yada, yada, whatever it is, and testing. I don't think they could do it, not for CFL, not in the state it's in. But the thing is, is jumping back, it doesn't make any sense to actually have them do that because they still need to put asses in seats. And I'm very much, of I like the idea that you can make a team community owned, even if it's not um, 100%. But let's say the Eskimos, for example, they're 100% community owned from what I understand. Now you could ask for more money from those people and they could like pay more for their shares. Like you make more shares and they could pay for them. And that helps, you know, I don't know, alleviate some of the financial tension on the team. Um, but I like the idea that people could buy st uh, stock on CFL. So even if you couldn't buy the team, let's say CFL is like, okay, hey, we're going to put up bonds or we're going to put out this, we're going to put out that, and that'll help generate some income. I would a hundred percent lay down the hundred bucks, the 200 bucks, whatever it costs to say I am a I have stock in or I am a partial owner of CFL I don't know if they do that already but if they don't how rad would that be it's like it literally is like you could even get Americans in on this right I wouldn't suggest it but I'm sure it would come off as comical to a lot of Americans even though again it hurts me to say that but to say like yeah like on your resume I'm a partial owner of the Canadian Football League it's it's one of those things like saying yeah like I'm a I'm actually like a a knight of Sealand, right which you could be, you pay for it, right? It's like a hundred bucks or 200 bucks to become like a, you know, a, a Lord or, or a Knight of, 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 of a micro nation. But so you could definitely do that. Another th thing that I was thinking of is that you do two, you do two. I don't even know. Cause like, again, it comes back down to fans, right? Cause like, I know like that's an idea right now for professional sports, um, that are like international, like Canada and US, is that having, um, like especially for NBA, it was proposed like you have one arena or two or three arenas where they just play all of their games. You play one game in the morning, you play one game in the afternoon. Maybe you play two games in the afternoon and you play one at night in each of these arena and you just bang out the season. And I think that's a great idea. But again, that league can, that's basically playing out the league so they can get it on the records. They don't need the money. Like they can go a year without it. Whereas the CFL again can't. So I don't really know what they can do. I would hate if the same outcome was to happen uh, to the CFL where they actually just fold. They just kick the bucket um, like the XFL did, which was too bad because I really like the XFL. Another thing I was thinking, this is definitely isn't going to happen, but how great would that be that um, maybe pick up those teams, pick up those contracts, pick up the rights to those teams, the CFL, again, they're hemorrhaging money. So it would be kind of a Hail Mary but if you could pick up those teams, then you would have access, those, those same access, like those contracts to those stadiums, right? And then you could play those games in the summer months, right? Or even, even if they didn't do that, what if the CFL picked up a team in or picked up a couple stadiums in 
the U.S. and played their games in the U.S. as opposed to playing in Canada, right? Then you can play in the warmer climate. Then you you push that season a little bit further instead of like having a wrap up December or, or what does it go to? Is it November or December? But instead of having the Grey Cup just wrap up around then, then you actually postpone it and you play the game in February, March. Um, in in the U.S., that's something. That's definitely an idea. I don't know how much money that would cost, but honestly, you could even really that'd be the time to display CFL. You would have American fans coming. You can have Canadian fans coming, and you know the people from the West. They would definitely be making those trips to watch like their their riders, the rider nation, or you know Eskimos. They would definitely go to see that. I think that's something they could definitely do. Um, Again, so I like the idea of fans owning a team, like all of them owning some part of the team or owning some part of the CFL to boost money or, I don't know. You could, there'd have to be some sort of way that you could like test fans to before they come in or have some sort of a premium. I don't know. It's not looking good though for them, I'll tell you that much. Saskatchewan Riders at Ivor Wynn Stadium in Hamilton. The road to the Great Cup continues on CBC Sports. CBC Sports presents the CFL on CBC. A losing record did not deter the Saskatchewan Riders in practice this week. The rain failed to dampen the Hamilton Tiger Cats' desire to end the losing streak. Both teams rely on defense. Grover Covington leads a powerful Hamilton defensive line with 12. There are teams, though, that I would love, on another note, there are teams that I'd love to see get an expansion. Um, talking about CFL here, all cards on the table. Let's let's say this is completely hypothetical, that the league does not close. And I honestly don't see the league closing. They've gone through a lot. Yeah, they haven't been making a ton of money in recent years. But this league is over like 100 years old. It is old, 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 older than the NFL. And I can't see it just folding. And honestly, too, that would be something. Like if the NFL would just like be like, hey, could you use some money? Yes. I know they've done it before in the 90s, and I know they've done it even before that. I'm pretty sure in like the 50s or 60s or something like that, they gave them some money. It could be done. It could honestly be done. Um, but some teams I would like to see, obviously the Atlantic Schooners. I'm a big, big Atlantic Schooners guy. I have a hat. I bought the the preseason tickets, like, um, and I was going to see the Touchdown Atlantic, but that sold out. Um, so obviously I'd like to see that and hopefully that still happens. Obviously I feel like it's going to be delayed now. Um, but I think it's a great idea to have a team that represents all four of the provinces in the East and that plays in both Moncton and in Halifax is perfect. I love it. I love the idea of it. You've got tons of people there and, um, it's definitely a, a market that could use a professional football team, professional sports team in general. I mean, they have some great, um, junior hockey teams, um, but they don't really have anything other than that. Uh, per se, but they do have obviously American teams to cheer for. But in terms of Canada, something local, something they can go to, I think that would be great. Um, I wish that they got more money for the stadium. I see that they've lost a lot of money going towards that stadium, but I mean, you you can always you can always do additions, build the stadium so that it can it can have additions added to it. Apparently, though, the CFL, from what I understand, is like open, open to suggestions, open to expansion. They they are like if. If the province and the city and the CFL to a certain extent or like the owners can like help build a stadium, organize a team, they're like, yes, they want to do it. Where, From what I understand, the CFL used to really, it really pushed to be an NFL type style team. There used to be this like flavor evidently in like the, the 40s, 50s, 60s where 
Um, the CFL was like more of a local taste. So like every team kind of had their own thing. You could just drive down to whatever city you were at and you could like see a game. And I guess at some point the CFL just really pushed away from that. And that's when you got to your eight to nine teams. Um, but I have a feeling now, like if, if sta stadium and everything's getting more expensive now, but I feel now they're like, oh shit, like we could have really built them up, um, with some of the teams they let go way back then. But they're open to it. And some teams that I've seen that are open to it are Windsor, which I think would be rad because that is an untapped market. Um, you've got um, all those people that are going down to see Detroit Lions games or um, Buffalo Bills games. They are going now to Windsor Spitfires or whatever they would be called. And I think that would be rad. I think that'd be cool. Does Ontario need a fourth team? Probably not, but I can't really think of too many other places that it would go. The only other one I was thinking would be Quebec. Uh, Quebec would be a great place to keep it. If you're keeping it in Canada, I think that would be great. Um, yeah, I would love to personally see the CFL will go to six or six teams, 12 teams. Um, 10 would be amazing. 10 would make things even 10 would make things interesting, but 12 teams, I think would be great. Especially if you got like a real big push to watch CFL, if there's more incentive for kids, for some reason, there's just this ideal that the CFL's dumb, the CFL's stupid, or it's not as good as the NFL. And for sure, it's definitely not, but it, it has a completely different, distinct flavor. It's a faster game. It's a rougher game. It's a smarter game. And um, it's just it's just got a different feel, you know, it's, it's smaller in the fact that it's more familiar and more comfortable. And, um, it's just got a very, it's very distinctly Canadian and it's hard to explain on without dissecting it completely, but there's something about it that's great. And I think if fans really appreciated it, then you would actually get something more out of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. I feel like you have you have football on a professional level in Canada. Why wouldn't you go to that game? Why would you just instead travel all the way to the states to pay four hundred dollars to watch a game in a huge stadium where you can't see the game, whereas opposed to you playing, you're paying like twenty to sixty dollars to see a game that you can see all the players and like it's still a huge stadium experience. You're getting your beers, you're watching a professional team, and it's like you're with people that like the teams. I don't know what the what the disappointing factor is with that, but so. Get a team in Nova Scotia, Atlantic Schooners, put a team in Quebec. Montreal's got to get the sign off on that. But honestly, I don't understand why that would be a problem. And then honestly, what does that leave us? It leaves us with 11. And I'm going to say something that is going to probably spark a lot of hate. But how would people feel if you put a CFL team in New York? Now, hear me out here. New York at one point used to play football games in New York, not in the weird boundary line between New York and New Jersey. There's a, there's a stadium. Hold on a sec here. Let me find, I'm going to pause it real quick. I don't know. For some reason I'm, I'm thinking of Shea stadium, but I'm pretty sure they ripped Shea stadium down, but you could, you could put a team in New York. You could put a team in Connecticut, Hartford. People love Hartford. Canadians for some reason love Hartford. And I'm sure they still have a stadium. They at least have an arena that you could put football in at least for CFL size, you only need 20 to 40,000 and that could easily hold it. Um, or I don't know, bring it to St. Louis. Those poor people in St. Louis, they've lost two NFL teams in the course there in the last like 50, in the last five decades. And then now they've lost an XFL team. It's a bit longer of a flight. It's a bit longer travel, but uh, you know, I, I'm sure you could do it. 
and 12 teams would be great. Like I would say, yes, put one in BC, but really BC Lions covers the whole province and they're already struggling. You know, you could probably put another one in Saskatchewan, but the rider, it's like Riders Nation. Like realistically, you could probably put one in Saskatoon. Um, I'm pretty sure Saskatchewan uh, Rough Riders are out of Regina. So you could probably put one in Saskatoon. Um, but I just don't know how they'd feel about that because they're already so faithful to Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, Alberta does not need it. They really don't. Um, Winnipeg, I think Winnipeg is fine with the Blue Bombers. I, and honestly, I can't I can't name another city that I think could support it. Like what, Brandon? Can you name another city in, in Manitoba? Not too many can. Uh, Ontario really doesn't need it. Like I'm sure you could put one in um, uh, London or Kitchener or Windsor because those are the only ones that seem like they would work unless you bring one back um, to Sarnia. And also it goes without saying that um, regardless of what teams they actually add to the CFL, whether it is Windsor, for example, or um, Halifax, which is definitely getting a team Atlantic, whether they choose to go with Saskatoon, whatever they do, the way they organize the playoffs also needs to be reorganized and basically reformat it. No longer should a team that's in last place be eligible to win the Grey Cup. That just shouldn't be like that. There shouldn't be six six um, teams that make it into the playoffs. For such a small league, it needs to be at least four. And whether they make it that it's four, uh, uh, five and five, like East and West division, or they make like NFL style divisions where like they put like BC with Hamilton, with a team in Halifax, with maybe like, I don't know, Winnipeg, something like that. And they, they make that all one team, whether it's like, I don't know, <clears throat> called like, I don't know, like provincial and territorial, whatever they call it. It just needs to be reformatted. It needs to be changed. Um, top four is what it should be realistically. Top four would make things a little bit easier um, and more condensed. Uh, and I think people would find that a little more enjoyable too at the end of the day to have the top four teams whether and they could just do so like west plays west and east plays east and then like the top two teams from east and top two teams from west come together and that's when the the playoffs is that would be pretty rad i would like that or whether they just do top four teams in general um and they just have like a a round robin type system you can't have like for example like argonauts or lions be last place and then be eligible to win it just it's not, it's not great. And in terms of viewing, you're going to definitely attract more people to watch if you have the best teams. I get the idea of having more teams in. We'll have more people watch the playoffs. But if you have the best of the best go in, then it doesn't feel so Mickey Mouse. And I hate to say that because I don't like to associate anything with like being lesser than or um, maybe being less organized. But it's true. With a nine-team league, it's not great. If it was a 10-team league or even a 12-team league, it makes a little more sense to have the six, but uh, still, I think four would be ideal. Which, fun fact, Sarnia used to have a football team. The CFL on CBC. Brought to you by Carly Motif Breweries. The CFL, it's the game around here. Petro-Canada dealers and agents, our energy is Canada. And by Air Canada, celebrating 50 years of serving Canadians at home and around the world. Welcome everybody to Iverwind Stadium in Hamilton, where the residents, the Grey Cup champion Ticats, say they are ready to halt a four-game losing streak this afternoon. And that would be bad news for the Saskatchewan Roughriders, 
who are on the verge of missing the playoffs for the 11th straight year. Don Whitman and Ron Lancaster will call this afternoon's game, and Don, both teams have made a Yeah, they were called the Sarnia Imperials, and they actually, they were around for quite a long time. They actually have a CFL uh, win under their belt. They have it twice. They won in 34 and in 36, um, and they actually played uh, in, I guess, the same riding. They played in the Ontario Rugby Football Union, uh, which eventually was cut out of what is the CFL. Uh, so they contested for the Grey Cup until 1955, which is crazy when you think about it because almost all the teams by that point are already in. There's only maybe like BC and maybe one other team, one other team that wasn't in fully in the CFL by that point, which is it's just unreal to think about. Which also too brings me to this. Have you guys ever heard of the company Ebbets? Ebbets.com. They do like tons of like old, um, old style and like very um, faithful looking um, uniforms, ball caps, jackets, jerseys of all these different leagues and um, franchises that have either A or folded, B been forgotten, or just really old stuff, like old stuff, like we're talking old NFL or old MLB uh, style clothing. And now they have stuff like folded soccer leagues. They have stuff like the Negro Baseball League. They have the... Um, they have stuff from the, uh, I think it's female basketball, one of the first female basketball leagues, Japanese baseball. They have like old triple um, A baseball or triple A. They have, they have huge like um, senior level baseball or like semi-professional baseball or junior baseball. They have just everything. And I think this would be, check out the site. I'll, I'll put a link for it in the description. I think this would be a perfect, perfect opportunity for the CFL to cash in not only the history of the teams they have now, but also in the, the history of the teams that they used to have. Because if there's one thing that people love, it's something that's quirky. It's something that's like retro vintage, something that pops, something that stands out, and something that's local. You have teams like Sarnia Imperials that won a Grey Cup. Their initials, their names are on the Grey Cup, the coveted Grey Cup. You also have stuff like the Kitchener-Waterloo Dutchman. I know I would hands down, being a, a Laurier alumni, I would hands down own a Kitchener-Waterloo Dutchman hat. And they also won, from what I understand, they won the Grey Cup. Let me give a quick check here. Uh, they were the last team from the ORFU, the Ontario Rugby Football Union, to, to have competed for the Grey Cup, but they lost to Edmonton. I don't know if they actually... No, they won their finals, but they never won a Grey Cup. But that's still crazy. It's still crazy to think they competed for it. They were in the running for it against a team that is still existing today. Uh, you also have um, you have the classics that played in the ORFU. You have like um, the Hamilton Tigers. You have the uh, the Argos, the Rough Riders, the Ottawa ones, and um, also the Hamilton Flying Wildcats were also in there before they merged. Um, but then two, you have the um, what was the other team? There was another team here, Sarnia. I swear London had a team. Anyways, though, you have Sarnia uh, Imperials. You have, um, like I said, the Dutchman. Who else? The London Lords. Yeah, so obviously London Lords, that sounds pretty baller. Um, you had the Ottawa Trojans. Uh, who else here? Who else do we got? Uh, Kingston Granites. Um, or granites, and you also had the 
Bramla Satellites. You had the Brantford Redskins, the Windsor Rockets, which I think would be an awesome name. They also were called the Windsor Royals. If you wanted to make that a spitfire, I like that name, Windsor Rockets, though. If you were to bring Windsor back into CFL, that would be pretty baller. Um, like I was saying, this would be so cool, and it was such a good money grab that there's one thing that the CFL has been struggling with. is definitely merch. Um, I know they've struck some sort of deal with New Era caps, and that's awesome because their caps are top of the line. Everybody likes them. Um, can't do much better than that. The problem with that is no one buys the merch in the first place. And then when they do come out with something cool, like they came out with those retro hats, those vintage hats and for a big market. So people that are in Saskatchewan, people that are, um, in Toronto, Toronto might not have a big market for CFL, but they are rabid sports fans. We have tons of teams in Ontario. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's another team where they sold out might be Edmonton but anyways the hats sold out like that like nobody's business like they were going out of style they were bought and gone within a month the shirts were gone the jackets were gone like toques were gone everything was gone there's like few sites that you can find it's like Alouette, Stampeders and maybe BC that you can still find some stuff other than that though you're not finding it Ottawa sold out even and that's it people like the old stuff they like the vintage stuff and if there's one thing that i would definitely change is that and also to bring back some of these old teams in one way or another like i mean i don't know if sarnia is itching for a team but god damn it their name's on the cup if they could build a stadium why wouldn't they be in the running you know i would love to see some of these smaller teams especially stuff that like originally was the initial flavor of the cfl it's a canadian football league if you're telling me like saskatoon could have a team if windsor can have a team if sarnia can have a team you know if um what is that? Uh, what is that city in Quebec? Trois, is it Trois-Rivières? I, I feel like I'm really going to make somebody upset with that. But even if you could do that, you know, I don't I don't know what the population is in Newfoundland, but like if St. John's had a team, like, you know, you could do stuff like that. That'd be badass. If some of the northern states wanted to jump in on CFL instead of just always cheering for Green Bay, you know, I think that maybe some people would actually appreciate that. You get a little bit of football that's earlier in the year, and then you have a lot more football to watch that's later in the year before the playoffs begin for the NFL. You know, stuff like that could really, really boost things. And honestly, the names are cool. London Lords, the Kitchener-Waterloo Dutchmen, the London uh, Sarnia Imperials, and uh, what was the other one that I saw there that I liked? <laughs> Windsor Rockets. It's pretty baller. Pretty baller indeed. Um, and two, there's tons of stuff to go on. Uh, in my last episode for the actual main podcast, I talked about the um, American expansion that lasted for three to four years in the CFL. All of those teams technically owned by CFL, all recognized by CFL. All of these teams that I just mentioned, London Lords, Sarnia, Kitchener, CFL does not recognize them for one for one reason or another. I don't know if it's because they didn't absorb the ORFU um, teams. The team, the league itself is open for business. Like it's folded, it's gone. So like, I mean, if Ebbets wanted to get the rights for that for merchandising, they totally could. And it would be just ripe for the picking. Um, and it'd be cool too, because you could like say it from a history buff perspective, especially f sports fans, you could be like, this is like even... <laughs> more under the radar than CFL is. And I think that would be really, really cool. But again, if, if they could probably put both together, I mean, that, that would be awesome. Honestly, though, if you guys haven't checked out Ebbets, like I, I'm not sponsored by them, but definitely check them out because their stuff is pretty expensive. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty expensive. If you live in the States, at least you have cheaper shipping, but it's still expensive. The stuff looks cool. It really does. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Like, 
I think it's so cool that there's older teams that people don't know about. I can tell you right now, most people don't know even four of the CFL teams, which is it's just it's a crying shame. I'd love for Halifax to get their team. I'd love for at least one to two more teams. If ten teams is all they get, though, then team, ten teams is all they're gonna they're gonna have. And honestly, I hope it happens for them. I really do. Um, I hope the league stays afloat. And uh, I'm just really looking forward to more CFL football. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, until next time, this is a conversation for none on Patreon. Thank you. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. Good night.